Hello, sensory sensitive friends. I am back once again to talk to you about loops earplugs. If you, like me, are a little bit sensitive to noise, or maybe a lot sensitive to noise, then you should give loops a try. Loops, if you haven't heard, are noise reducing earplugs that basically act like a buffer, providing protection for your ears without completely blocking out all of the noise around you. Loops come in three different varieties, which I love because you can choose how much noise reduction you want according to your personal preference. I find that the Engage model is perfect for me. They allow me to still hear all of the sounds and conversations happening around me. They just soften the noise enough so that it doesn't hurt my ears. If you're ready to give Loops a try, then you can visit loopearplugs.com slash O-T-J-M-A to receive 10% off your order. That's loop, L-O-O-P, earplugs.com slash O-T-J-M-A. Hello, everybody. It's Melissa. I'm back. And I have something interesting to talk about, I think, I hope. You tell me. I always hope I'm interesting. (laughs) Who knows? No, but I had therapy today. And so, okay, I'll preface this by saying I just had therapy. So I was just talking for a long time. And so I'm hoping that uh, I still have some words left by the end of this. Sometimes after I spend a little bit of time talking, I start being like, oh, I'm so tired of talking and then my brain starts shutting down. (laughs) So I don't know. We'll see how this goes. But anyway, so in therapy today, you know, sometimes when I go into therapy, I have a general idea of what I want to talk about. And other times we just sort of start talking and then stuff comes up. I am seeing a new therapist. I don't know if I told you guys this yet, but my previous therapist, you know, we were, we were having a good time. It was a good run. And I saw her for, I think it was at least a year. It might've been like a year and a half that I was seeing her. I don't really remember, but it was at least a year and it was fine, but I didn't really feel like we were getting anywhere at a certain point. She wasn't really the type of therapist that kind of pushed me And I want to start working through some like deeper, more personal things, both present and past and a lot of past stuff I need to really kind of start sorting through and healing and all of that jazz. So this therapist just started to feel kind of stale and I was like, "Uh," it kind of felt like catching up with a friend every time I went to therapy. It was like, oh, what'd you do this week? And then I would talk about my week and then that would be it. And I'm like, well, I could have done that with anyone really. So anyway, I was kind of dreading breaking up, but she, uh, cause I don't, I don't know. I never want a therapist to feel like they're not doing a good job, but (laughs) that's my people pleaser coming out. But her schedule actually changed and it didn't really, it wasn't really going to work for me anymore anyway. Although I can see that if she and I were like really vibing and I was like really into her as a therapist, then I would have, I could have made it work. 
But as it stood, I was like, "Mm, I'm not really willing to like switch up my schedule that much to accommodate this new thing, you know, when I wasn't really feeling it anymore anyway. So we just sort of like agreed that that was time to part ways. And that was that. And I went without therapy for a while, uh, mostly because, uh, I mean, a few reasons. First, as you guys know, as I've talked about like a bajillion times on the podcast, things were really busy and finding a new therapist is, it's an investment of time. Mostly, you know, you can't just, you got to research people and you got to, it's just a lot. You guys know, if you've ever looked for a therapist, it can be, you know, and even if you find someone, you have to have a session or two with them before you really know if it's going to work out, or maybe you have to switch to someone new and then the process starts all over again. But anyway, I ended up finding this, this woman who's seems to be, things are working out so far. So it's good. I really, I, I like her. I'm getting a lot out of our sessions together. So it's good. And she works out of the LGBTQ center here in my city. So, and they really only provide counseling to people who are LGBTQIA. So I thought that was good that she works with that demographic of people because that includes me and uh, some of my, you know, things that I deal with do require someone who I know is kind of in the loop about life as an LGBTQ person and issues that may come along with living that lifestyle and all of that. So anyway, that was a tangent but I just wanted to give you guys a little update on my, my uh, therapy process and where I'm at with that. So anyway, went to therapy today, sat down, just started kind of talking because I didn't really have a thing today. Um, and I just sort of, start of, I just sort of started talking about how extremely overwhelmed I've felt lately and for a while now. Um, And I'm starting to feel like it's never going to let up. And it's been really hard because I don't remember things always feeling this way. And... I don't know if it's because I spent such a large chunk of my life, my adult life, being self-employed that I just forgot what it's like to have a job where I have to show up and be there and I have to plan my life around this other thing. So that's a big change. But also just, I don't know, it just feels like there's a to-do list that's a million miles long and it never gets any shorter. And on my days off, I feel so much pressure to get things done and I just spend all of my days off running around trying to get things done that need to get done and I don't feel like I have a day off ever, really, truly. Um, and some of the stuff that I've been doing lately on my days off has been not errand related or life related, you know, in the serious sense, it's been more fun related. But even on those days, I'm like, I shouldn't have planned this thing today, even though it's a fun thing that I've been looking forward to. 
it's a thing. Like it's taking up my day and there's stuff that needs to get done. So anyway, that sort of led us into this conversation of like, yes, life is busy and sometimes that is unavoid- an like unavoidable fact of being a human that is alive, right? Things need to get done. You know, that's that. It's like there's things that need to get done always. Uh, but we also, you know, as we dug through this topic together and sort of hashed it out, she pointed out that I also needed to take a little bit of responsibility and not like in a negative way, like, oh, it's your fault too, but it's just like, look at your own behaviors. Take a step back and look at how you react when things get this way. And it got me thinking because she's not wrong. It's very true that I have an extremely difficult time just, for one thing, relaxing and letting things be not done. I also have a hard time prioritizing and feeling like it's okay to put things off. So here's where the ADHD comes in because I know I've talked to ADHD people before who need to, who are like me, they need to have a list. If I don't write down a list of things that need to be done and have a calendar where I write down every single thing that's going on in my life, I feel much anxiety. (laughs) I feel like I don't know, like there's something I'm forgetting, right? I have this chronic creeping feeling of like a task that I was supposed to do is going to jump out at me out of nowhere and be like, ha you were supposed to do me two days ago and I, and I never got done. And I can't, I can't with that. Uh, so I have to write everything down but that results in me having always a lot of stuff written down on my to-do list because I mean everything I mean like if the house needs to be vacuumed I'm writing that down I'm like I gotta vacuum at some point this week vacuum right so I write down everything and sometimes those lists lead to other lists like when I know I need to go to the store and then I have to make a grocery list you know so it's like lists on top of lists But it's fine because the lists get long and scary, but I can't function without the list, so I need it. I know there are other ADHD people that I've spoken to that absolutely hate lists. Lists make them feel overwhelmed. Looking at the list makes their um, executive dysfunction just like kick into overdrive and they just don't know where to start and they get like panicked and deer in the headlights. And I guess... Now that I'm saying that out loud, I think I I have a little bit of that. But my problem is, it's not that I can't do any of the things. It's that I feel like I need to do all of the things. 
and I have a really hard time prioritizing what should be done, what needs to be done, and then not, here's a big piece of it, not chronically running the list through my head and thinking about the things that didn't get done and trying to plan for when I will get those done. Because I think the exhaustion doesn't always come for me from the doing of the things. I mean, it does, but not solely from the doing of the things, but also from the planning the mental load, you know, the the planning what needs to get done, the thinking about what to do first, the prioritizing, then the rehashing of the list and the crossing things off, which always feels nice, but then it's like, oh, well, I still have all of this other stuff to do and then trying to plan when I'm going to do that stuff. It's So it's physical exhaustion, but it's also mentally exhausting, right? And... I often feel like I'm just like running in place. Like I'm on a treadmill and I can't get it to shut off. (laughs) Like I'm just going to forever be running. That's what my brain feels like. It's just like hamster wheel. I'm just like going, 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 but not getting anywhere really. Um, This might relate back to my episode uh, a little bit like a few weeks ago that I posted or maybe not a few weeks ago I have no concept of time it was a few episodes ago at least uh, where I was talking about my executive dysfunction and how that shows up for me and and uh, feeling like I can't get anything really accomplished Um, but it seems that even when I am getting things accomplished it's still not enough and there's always more to do and that's when it gets overwhelming and I think that task avoidance is a real thing for me. I There are certain tasks that stay on my list a really long time because I don't want to do them. I've needed to make a doctor's appointment for a long, long time now, and I just don't want to do that. Uh, I need to go to the DMV. My license is going to expire on my birthday, which is coming up in like a week and a half. And uh, I haven't done that yet. <laughs> it's I got the notice months ago and I'm like, you know what? I should just go get this taken care of. Then I won't have to worry about it last minute. But I don't like going to the DMV. I don't want to do that. And it's a lot. And so there's some there's some avoidance of certain tasks that, that comes into play there. Uh, there's also a little bit of like scatterbrained ADHD-ness because... Sometimes I'll go to do a thing that's on the list and I'll get distracted by another thing that needs to be done but wasn't on the list. Uh, And then it throws everything all off because sometimes then in the middle of that task I get distracted by another task and then before I know it, I've done like five things but none of them were on the list (laughs) or even related to the first thing I was trying to do. Uh, so that happens. Another problem is sometimes indecision or the inability to like pull the trigger on certain tasks. For example, um, let's think I I have, I'm having this big time right now with 
with a bunch of things, so I should be able to think of an example. I I basically sometimes get, okay, here's a thing that I've talked about before is hotel searching, planning for any sort of trip out of town. Gray and I are going away for one night um, next month in November, and one of the things on my to-do list was to book a hotel for that trip. And as you all know, if you listen to that episode about me and vacations and planning them, uh, you know that is a huge task because I can't decide and I need all the information and I need to research. And I know if I'm booking a hotel somewhere, it's going to take me a few hours. It just is because I need, I need to explore all of the possibilities and rule things out and make pie charts and graphs. And I don't really do that, but it's spreadsheets. I should, I could, I could potentially do that, but I, I don't go that far with it, but I may as well. I mean, sounds kind of fun actually, but stuff like that, or Gray and I, uh, we needed a new vacuum cleaner and I can't just go out and buy a vacuum cleaner that I can't just put on the list, go buy vacuum. I have to, that's a purchase. You have to research, right? just like a hotel. I mean, I guess if you're spending a lot of money on something like a vacuum or a hotel room, it seems more important to research, but this comes into play with even smaller things too. Like, um, what else? Oh, I mentioned my birthday's coming up and I want to do, Grace been like, what do you want to do on your birthday? And I'm like, I think I want to go on a hike. Um, And so one of the things on my list has been like to figure out where I want to go hike. Do I want to go like to one of the parks? Because we live by Yosemite. We live by Sequoia National Park. Um, And or like, do I want to go somewhere local? And so I've been on All Trails, which is an app that if you're a hiker, you probably know about. But they have all of the it's an app that lists like all of the hikes nearby where you are or where you're searching for. And I can't decide, right? Can't decide. Do I want an easy hike that day? Do I want a hard hike? Do I want a moderate hike? Do I want a loop? Do I want an out and back? Do I want a lot of elevation gain? Do I want it pretty flat and easy? Like so many factors to this. And the indecision can even happen when I'm trying to plan my day too. And I feel like that's a part like an executive functioning thing where I can sit down and look at a list of tasks and not only is it hard for me to prioritize but it's hard for me to decide because even when I prioritize it then I'm like okay I'm gonna do um these four things today are like my priority things to get done but then I can't decide which one I want to do first or which one makes sense to do first. Should I go to this place first before this appointment that I have and then do these other things after? Like all of the factors start weighing on my mind and being like, you know, you ha- now you have to make decisions about how to complete the things. And sometimes my brain just can't decide on those things. Um, so... To summarize, my brain is unhinged <laughs> a little bit. Um, my my brain works differently, and 
it often causes me a lot of strife and difficulty and I wonder how it feels to be a person who doesn't have ADHD or isn't autistic. Like, I'm sure people who are neurotypical, like, they still must have some sort of problems, right? And, like... I don't know. I, I don't really know what I'm trying to say here. I just try to imagine what it would be like if my brain was not like this. <laughs> and I'm like, what if I could just get up and do stuff? And then it got done. And it was easy. And I felt good about it at the end. And I was satisfied. Or, also a thing in therapy that we were um, discussing was my inability to relax and put things off because sometimes we just need a day where we don't really plan anything or do anything and I feel like I have those days very rarely and even when I do I feel kind of stressed out about the fact that I'm not being productive what I would view as being productive. My therapist also pointed out that spending a day doing nothing can also be very productive in a different way, like productive towards your mental health. And I'm like, yes, I know. I know that. Deep down, I do know that. That a day of just like sitting around, not worrying about anything, that's got to be great for your mental health. But how do I do that? Like how? The last time I did that was about six months ago and it was a really, 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 really busy time in my life. I was working, I was going to school, I was pulling my hair out and there was a day that I had that was off of school and of work and of everything. Danica wasn't home, she was at her dad's, Gray was off that day and I had a bunch of stuff planned that I was going to do, productive things, you know. And I woke up and I went out and I sat on the couch and Gray had a show on and I started watching with them. And guess what? I just didn't get up. I sat down and I just didn't get up the rest of the day. Like I got up to pee and get food and that's it. I didn't change out of my pajamas. I didn't brush my teeth. And do anything except sit in front of the TV all day with Gray. We had snacks. We ate food. We watched TV. At the end of the night, I was like, huh, I'm going to go like take a shower. Because whenever I sit around like that, I just, I feel like I need a shower for some reason. Is anyone else like that? Like I feel yucky from sitting around all day. So I'm like, I'm going to shower. I'm going to brush my teeth finally. <laughs> and uh, change into different pajamas that I didn't wear all day. And uh, go to bed. And it was, it was great. That was a good day. It really was. But I didn't choose or plan to do that. It sort of like, it chose me. <laughs> because once I sat down on the couch that morning, it's like I couldn't. I couldn't. I just got like sucked in. 
And normally that wouldn't happen to me. Normally I would be like, okay, let's turn off the TV. I got to get up. I got to get stuff. I got stuff I need to do. And my, my guilt and my shame and my perfectionist brain would not let me sit there and do quote unquote nothing. I would force myself to, to get up, to be productive, you know? But honestly, I just, I think I needed that day. And I got to the point where my brain was just like, no, we're just going to sit here and zone out on this trash TV show. And uh, that's what we're going to do. And I wish I knew how to have those kind of days on purpose. And I know that Sometimes if you don't slow down and allow yourself to rest, that the rest will come for you. I've had it happen before where I've been going a million miles an hour all the time and I've all of a sudden gotten sick. I don't get sick too often, but it's like my body was like, you need to go lay down for a few days. So... I always get so mad when I'm sick too. Oh, you guys, I hate being sick. I think I talked about this actually. I think I did an episode on like how being sick is so annoying because it's the least productive time. You literally can't do anything. You are forced to just lay in bed all day and I hate it. I hate it so much. And I I feel like I'm at a point right now where I'm like, if I don't fit in some time to relax and take better care of myself, um, mentally, I mean, uh, I feel like that's going to happen soon. I feel like I'm going to come down with something and I'm going to be forced to rest. Um, you know, I do take care of myself still in the sense of like, that's one of the things that takes up some time during the day is I feel like I need to work out. I need to work out every day. Working out makes me feel really good mentally and emotionally. I can't, and physically too. And I can't, if I skip it, I just don't feel good. Um, if I don't get some sort of activity in my body, you know, um, you know, so I, I take care of myself that way, but like, it's different taking care of yourself in other ways. You know what I mean? It's like, um, finding the time to give yourself a a mental break from all of the things going on. So anyway, so many words just came out of my mouth right now. Sort of rehashing my therapy session. Thanks guys for listening. (laughs) That really sort of like, uh, helped that all sort of like solidify in my brain too, where it's like, I already talked about it with her and now to like re reiterate some of that stuff that we talked about where it's like, yeah, you know, I do really need to prioritize, um, prioritize, uh, procrastination maybe, or prioritize relaxation. And it's hard cause I don't know how, but I'm, I'm going to work on it. Um, I'm gonna work on it. I have to. Cause I'm gonna lose my mind soon if I if I don't <laughs> if I don't get it together when it comes to this. I've just been so terribly stressed lately, and I don't think it has to be that way. 
I don't think it has to... I don't think life has to feel like it's felt for me lately. I think it's just a matter of me learning how to better manage my life, really. And it's hard because my brain does work in a very non-linear fashion sometimes. And so it's hard to... It's hard to wrangle it, you know? It's hard to wrangle it all in. It's also hard to change some of my... Here's where the autism comes in. It's hard to change some of my patterns and routines that I have in place. And I think that patterns and routines don't only show up physically, but can also show up mentally too. And you can get stuck in these deep routines and patterns um, on the like mental side of things that aren't always physical things that you do, but these routines when it comes to thoughts and daily practices. And uh, that's hard to get out of sometimes. So... Oh God, I don't know what that noise is. I'm sorry if you can hear that in the background. I think my neighbor is sawing wood, maybe, or drilling something. Anyway. All right, you guys. I'm going to let you go because my voice is tired of talking. And uh, I'm glad I got to vent all that. And I think... Oh, let me just say, my therapist gave me a tip and she was like, you know... I think you're overthinking it and maybe just adding one thing and subtracting one thing will be a good place to start where she's like, maybe, you know, instead of doing this one thing you always do, it could be like a minor thing, maybe exchange that for something else that feels more restful because I told her, you know, I'm reading a really good book right now and I don't really have time to read it very often. It's like 30 minutes here or there before bed sometimes, but then I just get tired when I'm reading before bed. So I'm like, I would like to sit down and read for a little bit sometimes during the day, but that just feels so like indulgent and non-productive. And so she was like, you know, maybe you exchange one of your daily tasks that usually takes you 30 minutes and uh, exchange that for some reading time. And just start with that, like 30 minutes, you know? So I think maybe that's where I'll start and I'll see how, how that feels. Um, I don't know. I'll let you guys know. If you guys have any tips on this, give them to me. I think many of us have these busy, busy brains and busy bodies, uh, and the same sort of struggles when it comes to stuff like this, where life can just feel very big and very overwhelming and very hectic all of the time. Um, because honestly, I think I think my brain is just hectic. I think even even when I'm having moments that are supposed to be relaxing, I still can't relax because I'm still thinking about a million things and my brain is going a million miles an hour about this and that and the other thing. And so no, no moments, like hardly any moments feel restful for me so um anyway okay I will let you guys go for real um I always say stuff about the Patreon you guys know it 
running out of words, so I'll just say if you want extra stuff, extra content, access to the Discord, consider joining the Patreon. It's $5 a month, and uh, you get some good stuff. And that's all. Okay, I'm officially out of words. (laughs) I'm letting you guys go. Talk to you next time.